Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. My friends at MyPillow, my buddy Mike Lindell told me he was coming out with a brand new product. It's called the New Mattress Topper. So I got the New Mattress Topper immediately, and I've been sleeping on it now for a couple of months. It's the best thing you've ever felt in your life. Now, you literally have MyPillow Foam for Support. It's a transitional foam that helps relieve pressure points, and it's ultra-soft, patented temperature regulating cover. And I got to tell you, it has a 10-year warranty, a cover that's washable and dryable. It's made in the USA, backed by their 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Once you try this new mattress topper, you put it right over your mattress, you will never sleep better. And right now, you, my radio listeners, you're going to save 30% off when you go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code TOPPER. And by the way, Mike will also give you two standard MyPillows absolutely free. All right, so try MyPillow.com promo code TOPPER, promo code TOPPER for this great deal and the best night's sleep you ever had. All right, glad you're with us. Uh, happy Monday, and write down our toll-free telephone number if you want to be a part of this extravaganza, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to join us. All right, we'll get to this later. Fake news, CNN, $250 million Covington High School student Nicholas Sandman lawsuit with probably the single best attorney. He was on with the, the great one last night. Uh, Lynn Wood, two great attorneys, um, and they're going to win. This is exactly what they deserve, um, because as Lynn Wood said to Mark last night, he goes, uh, excuse me, they were probably even more vicious in their direct attacks on Nicholas than, say, the Washington Post. And CNN goes into millions of individual homes and CNN couldn't resist the idea of here's a young boy with a Make America Great Again cap on, so they go after him? You know, there's a certain satisfaction for a public figure like myself because we, we don't have any option. We don't get to fight back. You know, you, the standard, if you're a public figure, is so high. 
I mean, that's what made the Gawker case so, so incredible. Even Melania's Trump, you know, she won twice for slander. It's not, it's the bar is high, but you, you spend all your time, any time you get in a lawsuit, it just is, I just learned it's not worth it. Um, although you want to, you're like, ugh. You don't want these people to get away with the lies, but they do when they say it, and it's an industry. Um, so we reported deep state news on Friday night, and the person that actually released the Bruce Orr transcript, which gave us so much information, is going to join us with a commitment that they're going to be releasing, as I said, TikTok. Stay tuned. Buckle up. Uh, game is back on here again. And I know only the media will talk about the Mueller report But when all is said and done, we're getting all the transcripts. And when all is said and done, we're going to get those FISA applications. When all is said and done, there are going to be people charged. And when all is said and done, they're going to be held accountable. There is a lot that I know that is going on behind the scenes. But as a talk show host, one of my roles is being a reporter, investigative reporter, I will not share my sources ever. And um, but we've been right to this point where the media has been Russia collusion, Russia collusion, 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 collusion. You know, look, there was a meeting. Just nuts. Nuts. And it's funny. I mean, the indication, if you watch the media, they're, they're beginning to lose it a little bit. It's almost like they're beginning to turn on Mueller. That's what I'm beginning to see. And I think they're turning on Mueller because they're thinking, oh, no, we've been telling people for all this time that th- this is going to happen and he's going to be impeached and he's going to go to jail. And well, why do you think that the Democrats are pivoting? They're pivoting because they're being told there's no collusion. You know, this whole thing really comes down to the Clinton bought and paid for phony Russian dossier. And this is what we learned in the Bruce Orr testimony. That, that we, we, we now know that Christopher Steele simultaneously was being paid by Hillary Clinton's campaign, funneled money, Perkins Coie, hiring Fusion GPS that hires Christopher Steele, that creates, you know, a bunch of documents that become known as the dossier. And then we find that the DNC is also paying, funneling money, Perkins Coie, Fusion GPS, right to... Christopher Steele again. The FBI's paying him. The FBI and some oligarch is paying him. Now, the most fascinating thing to me in all of this is everybody, McCabe said it last week or the week before, deputy director, he's the one that we got we to gotta use this time to get the special counsel. It was all designed, even though there'd been nine months of investigation into alleged Trump-Russia collusion with no evidence. And that testimony will come out fully, too, from Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, the people in the heart of it. There is no there there. We didn't find anything. But they got the special counsel anyway. Now, the special counsel, we learned in the Bruce Orr testimony, uh, the special counsel's office, Andrew Weissman, his pit bull, Mueller's pit bull, you know, the guy that was at Hillary Clinton's victory party on election night and the guy that was responsible for tens of thousands of Americans losing their jobs at Enron Accounting and overturned nine zero in the Supreme Court and put four innocent men in jail from Merrill. And and that was overturned. 
uh, by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Well, one hell of a track record he's got. Why would you ever hire him as your top guy? Well, I guess if you hire Jeannie Ray, who is worked for the Clinton Foundation as their lawyer, and that's part of Mueller's team. And you can add to that, Strzok and Page were part of Mueller's team. And interestingly, their phones, their texts, their emails, their, those phones got wiped so clean, you can eat off them. Yeah, you tried doing that with your phones. Good luck when they're wanted. Anyway, so we've got uh, a lot happening on this, and we learned a lot about some of all a lot of what we've had a lot of pieces of and it has just confirmed what we have known the, not the least of which i think one of the more important details in all of this is that everybody knew everybody was warned about the dirty dossier and that means weissman in august of 2016 that means also every single member of the the, the top echelon of the fbi and doj he warned them he said Clinton paid for it. He said, it's not verified. He said, it's not corroborated. He said, Steele hates Trump, has, a, has an ax to grind against Donald Trump. They knew that in August of 2016. Now, M- McCabe says that they did. He's satisfied with the way they verified it. The only problem with that statement, that would be an impossibility. Because... The author of the dossier, who won't come under oath here, and I think they ought to compel him to come here. Anyway, Christopher Steele himself has said, I have no idea if any of this is true. 50-50, it's just a raw intelligence I put together. Well, even though everyone's warned, they still want to use it to bludgeon Trump. They're leaking through government sources in some cases and media sources They're leaking the contents of the dossier in the lead-up to the 2016 election. And you're saying to yourself, Hannity, really bought and paid for Russian lies were leaked to convince us to, to impact our decision, to propagandize us, and make us think that there's there's evidence that Donald Trump hired two hookers in the Moscow Ritz, and those two hookers, there's evidence that he was the hookers were peeing on the bed. Yeah, that's what they did. That's your, there's your, there's your deep state, deep in action. And even before the election, they also, remember, Comey signed off on this. Comey, meaning he's a high-ranking law enforcement official, that would mean he felt he verified it and corroborated it. You can't corroborate or verify something that even... The, the the author of the document won't touch. So it gets deeper. This is where things get interesting on Friday. Doug Collins releases Orr's deposition. And I'm telling you, this deep state of house of cards is coming down. You know who I think knows it? I think Robert Mueller knows it. Now, all throughout this process, I've been dubious of Mueller based on the team that he's put together. Like, why would, you, why would anybody hire Clinton's attorney in a case against Trump? Why would he only hire Democratic donors? Why would he hire Strzok and Page? Why were those phones erased? Why would you ever hire Andrew Weissman with his atrocious track record? And was at Hillary's victory party and was warned 
about the dossier, which we now know became the roadmap for the Mueller investigation. And by the way, is the, the Democrats won't let that up. And people have said to me, no, he's, he's it's not like you think. I said, I don't trust him. Look, I'm watching what he's doing. Now we got, okay, Russia indictments, troll farms in Russia, Russian intelligence officials. We're never going to put them on trial. They're never, they're never going to be extradited. And then it's, let's see, Manafort, Flynn, Cohn, uh, Papadopoulos had to spend a week in jail. And, you know, well, now they're after Roger Stone. All process crimes. Nothing to do with collusion. Judge in T.S. Ellis said when sentencing Paul Manafort, uh, guys, just a reminder, nothing to do with Trump, Russia, or collusion. Because he knows how the press is. It didn't even happen at the time that Manafort was working for Trump. Oh, and people on the left are so mad that, that Manafort's not guaranteed to die in jail. He only got four years. Mueller's hoping, I guess, to put him in there for 50. So, you know, you're 70 years old, you'll croak in jail. All right, for taxes. Look, I agree. You got to pay your taxes. Dumb not to. Don't lie on loan applications. It's dumb not to. You know, I tell my friends all the time, you don't like the tax laws, you better still pay the taxes because they'll come after you. Just a fact. Death and taxes. Anyway, so the release of this by Congressman Doug Collins will join us later. Remember, Bruce Orr, wife Nellie, Fusion GPS, Orr's testimony, now released, passing a thumb drive from his wife to the FBI so that Trump haters struck in page that had direct access to Hillary Clinton's research to go after Trump. Now, meanwhile, Strzok is the one that exonerated Hillary, who even James Baker, the the head lawyer, general counsel under Comey, thought should be indicted for the Espionage Act, we now know. We learned that the FBI and the Clinton campaign, via Fusion GPS, they're, they're paying Christopher Steele for the same intelligence. We know that Steele was also being paid by a Russian oligarch, Oleg uh, Deripaska is his name. Wow. So we got all that out there. Now we know that Bruce Orr testified about a meeting with Glenn Simpson, Fusion GPS, Christopher Steele's boss in the 2016 campaign. And, you know, remember, there's been a back channel that we discovered and notes between Orr and Christopher Steele. And even though Steele was uh, fired for lying and leaking, they still, the FBI kept going back to him. And he was fired for lying and leaking. And he was being paid by the FBI. And then he's sending notes vis-a-vis through Bruce Orr, a conduit, to Robert Mueller. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. We nerd Orr testified, he notified the FBI about his contacts with Steele during the 2016 election. There's so many things. But according to a statement from Adam Schiff, he claims Bruce Orr did not tell the FBI about that contact. Now, it gets more interesting, and there's a lot more to come. Then I got this in my email this weekend from a friend of mine. It says, from Team Schiff, subject, Sean Hannity devoted 40 minutes of his show going after Adam. Team, Fox News continues to prove its single-minded dedication to protecting President Trump at all costs. Last Friday night, Sean Hannity devoted 40 minutes of his show to going after Adam. It ends with, Trust us, 
Adam isn't going to back down because of Sean Haley. I've invited Adam on the show. I've offered him four hours. It's important we send a message to Adam that we have his back. Let, and let the Trump attack dogs know that we're with Adam. He works to protect our democracy. We're a democratic republic. Will you please pitch in $5 or whatever you can send today to send a message to Hannity and let him know people like you have Adams back in this fight? <laughs> you can't make it up. He won't come on my show. I'll give him all the free air time. I'll give him the 40 minutes back. He can come on for the full hour. I have every word he's ever said. I know every lie he's ever told. And he's the one guy on tape colluding with Russia. It's amazing. Tape is priceless. You know, there are more than 34 million American smokers. Now, I bet that finding a satisfying alternative to cigarettes is at the top of your list if you're a smoker. Look, I've been there before. But after many years of smoking, I finally made the switch to Juul. There's no more worrying about the way my clothes smell, worrying about what people are going to say. With Juul, everything is so much easier. Now, Juul is a vaporizer that contains nicotine for a satisfying transition. When I found Juul, it was a complete game changer. Now, Juul was designed by smokers for smokers to be an alternative to cigarettes from its simple to use interface to its clean technology well jewel has no cigarette ash odor or mess so if you're one of the 34 million adults who smoke know that there is an alternative to cigarettes now to discover the smoking alternative that's nothing like you've tried visit juul.com slash switch america that's juul.com slash switch america and warning this product does contain nicotine and nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, as we roll along, you know, keep in mind as I as we go through just how damning all of this is now going to be, and there's so much to come out, and it is going to be the most revealing time in terms of what lies you have been fed by so many media outlets so often. You know, forget, I, I mean... The $250 million suit against the Washington Post, WAPO, and and fake news CNN is just the tip of the iceberg, the Covington case. That's only one case. But how they got it wrong, they never vetted Obama. They never told you his failed record after. All they've done is go after Donald Trump 24-7. Lies, conspiracy theories, misinformation, fake news. They get it wrong so often, it's chilling. Then you can add in Go back to Richard Jewell. You can add in Duke Lacrosse. You can add in UVA. You can add in Ferguson, Missouri. You can add in Baltimore, Cambridge, uh, Florida, Zimmerman, Trayvon. Everybody thinks they have the answers, and they don't. I don't know why they don't do legwork. It wasn't hard for me to get an opportunity to have an off-the-record interview with some of the Duke kids and their parents, look them in the eye and ask them a few tough questions. They, they answered, and I was convinced when I left that never happened. Media didn't do that. Media never went down to Florida. They didn't know there was going to be an eyewitness in the case, ground and pound eyewitness. They didn't think, they, they believed the story of Michael Brown's, you know, the other guy that was out stealing with him. But other people in the neighborhood, many of them exonerated Darryl, Darren Wilson, the police officer in that case. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. 
That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Sean. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN. So this drop is just the beginning. We'll find out how many other things will be coming out and how quickly. But it's so revealing. My, my staff is just loving this Adam Schiff fundraiser off of my name. Sean Hannity devoted 40 minutes of his show going after our Adam. It says, team... From Congressman Schiff. It's the Team Schiff, it's called. That's what it's, you know, I won't give the email address out. I could. We could give it out, right? You wouldn't. No, (laughs) I would not. (laughs) You wouldn't. I'm just saying we could. I didn't say I would. I'm just thinking I could, but just a random thought running through my head. I mean, I've invited the guy on the show. Offered him, and he lives on, you know, conspiracy TV, MSNBC, and he lies all over the place. Yeah, but they just repeat everything he says. He doesn't have to actually say anything new. He just says the same old, same old. No, but old. the problem is, is we've got evidence. He doesn't have any evidence. He's, it, it, listen, this is all, they're moving away from Mueller because they're even getting angry. 
You mean it's I mean, a manufactured ship- crisis? Mueller is a manufactured crisis, like they've been it's saying. More, no, Mueller is a witch hunt. <laughs> the the president's right. That is that is a witch hunt. That is going after him, you know, for for the purposes of destroying him. Now, speaking of the cowardly Schiff, I have to say it very carefully. Um, he said, "Well, the special counsel made a mistake if he didn't make the president testify under oath." Well, the it's the biggest indication that they don't have Trump-Russia collusion. And this is why this, and and Schiff has his other problems. Remember, Schiff now, Mr. Click Here, Sean Hannity went after me 40 minutes. Click here to donate. The last lines cracked me up. Adam isn't about to back down to Sean Hannity. It's not the first time Hannity sought to smear Adam and undermine his efforts to hold the president accountable. It surely won't be his last. Well, that line turned out to be true. Uh, Adam isn't about to back down because of Sean Hannity. But it's important that we send a message to Adam. We have his back. And let Trump's attack dogs know that we're with Adam as he works to protect our democracy. You mean like when he's caught on tape? Colluding okay, with the Russians? Have, uh, met with Trump uh, in in uh, New York at some point after the 2013 Miss Universe uh, yes. pageant. Absolutely. And she got uh, compromising materials on Trump after their uh, short relations. Okay. And, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. Okay. Pictures. Naked Trump. And so Putin was made aware... Uh, of the the availability of the compromising material? Yes, of course. Uh, Buzova shared those materials with uh, Sobchak, and Sobchak shares those materials Make with uh, Putin because she's Putin. a goddaughter of Putin, and Putin. Putin decided to press on Trump. Trump, um, take your pictures. And, uh, and the materials that you can provide to the committee or to the FBI, uh, would they corroborate this allegation? Sure, of course. Uh, of course when of course. they the were in Ukraine, we got their conversation. I'll right, we'll do more of that later. You know, he's colluding with a Russian to dig up dirt to impact our elector- electoral process. Sounds like collusion to me. What are they saying? That they were, Trump was colluding with the Russians. Impact to dig, get dirt. Everyone's so angry in the media when he's, the president said, Russia, you're listening <laughs> about the 33,000 emails that just magically were deleted and the computers cleaned. They're mad at that, thinking that's collusion. Well, he's colluding. Oh, it's unbelievable. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. He doesn't respect our president. And by the way, if, if, the president, Russia, if you remember, if, if you remember, the president just put you know, hard sanctions on Russia. They had all the compromising materials, you know, naked pictures, Trump, yes. They had that, then I don't think it would have happened. You know, tell Vladimir I'll more flexibility after my election. Okay, tell Vlad. Yeah, uh, the last one. Election, I have more flexibility. More flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. I won't tell the American people, I though. Understand. Understood. I transmit message. Russia collusion. See what a, we see what a farce this is. Red State had a good piece about Schiff being a liar uh, again. And, you know, with the uh, back in 2018, Trump pulled for the IG investigation still ongoing. FISA 
Anyway, um, they covered a lot of it, but the extent to which Schiff was willing to go to try and cover up the actions of Bruce Orr because he knew those actions indicated a long-term effort to damage Trump's electoral or election chances. Schiff says Orr did not meet with Steele until after the election. Well, that's not what Orr testified to. Orr said he did meet him on July 30th, 2016. Spoke with Glenn Simpson in August. Whoopsie-daisy. Yeah, we have, uh, I think Adam Schiff, now especially that we know he coached or people on his staff apparently met with, why would they meet with Michael Cohn for 10 hours before Michael's seven-hour testimony? Why? Michael said that, well, we were going over the questions. (laughs) We're going over what we're going to ask. Oh, Adam Schiff. Wouldn't that be um, tampering with a witness? I don't know. I, I got to get back to law school. I got to get into law school and figure all this out. So many crimes committed by so many different people that just don't care. Now, Schiff, by the way, is pretty mad that, you know, Mueller's not doing it his way. But I'll, I'll keep it up for another two years. You know, we see a uh, newly revealed letter shows the Justice Department misled the court about the Clinton Foundation investigation. That was in the Daily Beast. In other words, uh, after it was claimed no such document existed, the Justice Department unearthed a letter that Matt Whitaker delivered to the Utah, this is the guy Uber, U.S. attorney directing a review of how the department handled the Clinton Foundation and Uranium One issues. That's Vladimir Putin's thugs that we knew were in the United States trying to get a foothold in the uranium industry, the foundational material for nuclear weapons. And Russians, th- Russian thugs were bribing and extorting and blackmailing and and committing all sorts of crimes. But don't take my word for it, because we had an FBI undercover informant uh, reporting back every day to the FBI. The deal ended up being cleared by Clinton. Clint- Bill Clinton went to Russia, got paid three times what he normally gets paid to speak. He wanted to meet with the equivalent of their nuclear it, you know, like, for example, America's nuclear agencies. He didn't get that meeting, but he got a meeting with Putin. And all of a sudden, all the people that, you know, got the deal in Uranium One, they all $145 million kicked back to the Clinton Foundation. But there was no connection, I'm sure, whatsoever to Hillary's support of this. Slick Willie. None whatsoever. You know, then we have a transcript shows Obama's DOJ colluding with Hillary Clinton's op research. That was in the Washington Times that was that came out of the Bruce or transcripts thanks to Congressman Collins of Georgia who's going to join us at the top of the hour. You know Glenn Simpson Fusion GPS orchestrated the Trump dossier hired Christopher Steele provided the Justice Department with the thumb drive in 2016 containing the company's op research into the president. Wow, it's so nice of them to do that. You don't you understand that they gave everybody the thumb drive. Problem is nobody bothered to verify any of it and it's unverifiable because even its author won't stand by it so we're going to get all the 302s the we're going to get all the gang of eight we're going to get the FISAs. we're going to get all of the testimony and then some people are going to have some major questions to answer i mean there are major major questions that they're going to have to answer and where this is now headed you know, now that we know that Bruce Orr testified about the Fusion GPS meeting with the founder and Christopher Steele's boss, Schiff said it didn't happen, it did. 
Simpson previously testifying he didn't meet with Orr until after the election. One of these two are lying. And if if you get in trouble for lying to Congress or lying under oath like Michael Cohn or lying to the FBI like George Papadopoulos or General Flynn, I'm sure they're going to we're going to apply the laws equally in this country, right? Now they're all in conflict with each other. My, listen, who's lying? Is it Bruce Orr or Adam Schiff? I'm going with Adam Schiff. We know he's lied. That's my guess. There was a betting line on it. And Orr testifying that he notified the FBI of the dossier's extreme bias. Well, everybody was told that in August, but they still used it even though they never verified it. And they never told the FISA court any of it. What Bruce Orr told them in August of 2016, they used it all. Didn't tell the FISA court it was unverified, not corroborated. Didn't tell the FISA court Hillary Clinton paid for it. (laughs) And the FBI paid for it, apparently. And the DNC paid for it. And a Russian oligarch paid for it. They didn't tell any of that. You believe this has happened in this country and the media has ignored all of it? Keep sitting on my perch. The biggest abuse of power, corruption, scandal in history. I'll be happy, by the way, when the few bad actors in the FBI get what's coming to them. Every FBI rank and file special agent that I know is aghast at the actions of a few. Knows that, you know, everyone that I know in the FBI, they take great pride in that premier law enforcement agency. Doesn't give me any joy to have to talk about a few bad apples there. Adam Schiff is in hot water. You know, he's just staff meeting with Michael Cohn. Reminds me a little bit of the Clinton-Loretta Lynch on the tarmac meeting. Cohn testified he reviewed topics with Schiff himself. That's so nice. That tampering with a witness. And something the congressman denied. What, and he's now going to call Michael Cohn his number one witness a liar? It's not the first for Schiff. Remember, while Simpson was a key witness... They talked about the investigation in Aspen. Although they didn't. They just met in Aspen. Just happened to bump into each other. Confidential hearing with Trump Jr. Schiff was spotted going in and out of the hearing. At the same time, fake news CNN. Wow, they were getting Don Jr.'s testimony as it was happening. Wonder who left. Oh, is there anyone else that left the room? That would be a good question to have answered. Then we have Montape colluding with Russia. Unbelievable. This is, this, this is really bad stuff. By the way, while the Democrats, this is all they're doing. So the president has kicked off his new battle with Congress. Now, remember, he's got the money to keep building the wall in the process. And he's uh, now going through the process of he's going to have to override. They're going to have to override the veto. Otherwise, he's going to have some other nine billion dollars to spend on the wall. But for his 2020 budget plan. The president released, he wants another $8.6 billion for the wall. Good for him. And the president has also put forward a uh, requirement for Americans that are collecting a variety of benefits. Um, and that, in other words, welfare requirements that if you're 18 to 65 years old, that you work at least 20 hours a week in a job or a job training program or a community service program to secure the range of benefits and aid called workfare. The end of welfare as we know it, Bill Clinton once said. 
Wonder how that's going to go over with Ocasio-Cortez and the hundred other Democrats that want to get rid of cars and cows and oil and gas and airplanes and offer everybody everything for free. We got a lot on that coming up in the show today. And uh, we'll get to all of that. By the way, Mueller is asking the second Manafort judge. This is the D.C. judge, Amy Berman Jackson, you know, for the harshest sentence that he can get again. He wanted 19 to 24 years. Unbelievable. Uh, on the 2020 election front, Iowa poll shows Biden vulnerable to Bernie Sanders. That's interesting. He didn't do well in a CNN focus group. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, according to Politico, here we go, um, is apparently with one of the most outspoken, I believe, Me Too movement people fighting to make sexual misconduct the centerpiece of her campaign. But at the same time, a mid-20s female aide to Gillibrand resigned over the handling of a sexual harassment complaint by Gillibrand's office. Criticized the senator for failing to abide by her own public standards. Okay. Oh, the New York City mayor, Comrade de Blasio, wants to run. He was seen like flapping is like a bird. Bo Deedle calls him Big Bird. I believe I can fly. Yeah, this song by R. Kelly, that R. Kelly. Unbelievable. And Joe Biden has a lot of problems with the things he said. We're going to spend more time on that in the days and weeks to come. We'll get to that. All right, 800-941-SEAN is our number. When we come back, the congressman that has now started the process of releasing all of this information that has been hidden for and built up and hidden for two years, uh, that's Congressman Doug Collins of Georgia. All right, we got a lot of, oh, the things Ocasio-Cortez was saying uh, at this liberal fest this weekend. Life in America is just 10% better than garbage. Actually trashing the real FDR New Deal. Um, she wants to take over every form of production. We, not everyone. We just want to tell every workplace how to operate. Wow. Attacking Reagan. 10% above garbage. What country is she living in? This is the greatest country on earth. We are on this path of a slow erosion and a slow, 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 just like move away from what we've always been. We'll be a hundred miles. You'll, you know, you'll realize you won't even realize that you've drifted a hundred miles. So when someone's talking about our core, it's like, oh, this is radical. But this isn't radical. This is what we've always been. Mm -hmm. It's just that now we we've strayed so far away from what has really made us powerful um, and just and good and equitable and productive. And so I think all of these things sound radical compared to where we are, but where we are is not a good thing. And this idea of like 10% better from garbage (laughs) is shouldn't be what we settle for. It's like this, like, it feels like moderate is not a stance it's just an attitude toward life of like "Mm." (laughs) when i think about what those definitions are capitalism isn't to me is it's an ideology of capital it puts capital the most important thing is the concentration of capital and it means that we seek and prioritize profit and the accumulation of money above all else and we seek it at any human and environmental cost that is what that means and to me that ideology is not sustainable and cannot be redeemed 
But when we talk about ideas, for example, like democratic socialism, it means putting democracy and society first instead of capital first. It doesn't mean that you put other things last. It doesn't mean that that the actual concept of capital as a society is should be abolished or or anything like that. But it's it's a question of our priorities. All right, here it is. Rising socialism. Hannity Watch in America. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN. Toll free telephone number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. Look, this is it's it's not just the radical socialism. It's everything radical about the Democratic Party. Now, we have Chicago wanting to be America's late-term, even-up-to-birth abortion destination. It's insane. But, you know, and I, I'm wondering at some points, as every state now goes through this and Democrats go through this, I'm, I'm asking myself, um, how often is this happening? Like the commonwealth of virginia the governor well first we'll deliver the baby and then we'll make the baby comfortable and then the mother will decide and uh i'm like huh decide if it lives or dies and then of course you move on to the growing anti-semitism problem of the democratic party uh but the biggest threat of course is what modern day radical socialism new green deal one that eliminate the heart and soul and engine and lifeblood of our economy, which is oil and gas, which for the first time, thanks to Donald Trump, we are now energy independent. We will be a net exporter of our energy, helping helping stability in the world because our allies can't be depending on hostile regimes like Russia or hostile actors like Putin. What if he turns off the spigot one day like like he got pissed at Crimea, Ukraine? Not particularly an ideal situation. How much would it help in the negotiation as it relates to North Korea? You know, what can we offer China in terms of uh, energy resources for them as part of a better trade deal where American products now can finally infiltrate, you know, a massive population? And then we have Andrew Cuomo. Oh, we, we did what you said. We taxed the rich. We taxed the rich. We taxed the rich. And the rich are leaving in 2.3 billion. There was an article on Red State today that the extraordinary lengths that New York State goes to. If you move out of New York, you've got to prove you've moved out of New York. You, you, you've got to show them that you're in, you know, Florida six months in a day. And even then, if, I'll give you an example. If you play baseball, professional sports of any kind, do you know in New York and New York City, you play one day, you work one day playing uh, playing baseball for your team, playing baseball or basketball or football in New York, guess what? You pay a tax as a player. It's insane. Absolutely nuts. Anyway, so you got, oh, you know, the new leader of this movement. It has now attracted 100 sitting Democrats and many of the 2020 candidates. Um, well, you know, we don't want to take over every form of production. We just want to tell every workplace how to operate. You know, life in America is just 10 percent better than garbage. Um, has is she a world traveler? Because uh, where is she comparing this to, you know, attacking Ronald Reagan with claims of racism? You know, why is this trendy new socialism, you know, as popular? And if you think it's not a threat, well, I hate to tell you, but there is a poll showing like 50 percent of kids are like, yeah, where well, they're buying into the socialist nonsense. And um, anyway, joining us to talk more about it, we have Steve Moore, 
author of Trumponomics, Inside uh, the America First Plan to Revive Our Economy, senior fellow at Heritage, Chuck DeVore, vice president of the National Initiatives at the Tax Public Policy Foundation, former California assemblyman and is a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Uh, Army, retired, reserve. Uh, welcome both of you. Um, Steve Moore, when I see that half the country is looking towards socialism, uh, I'm getting a little bit concerned. <laughs> well, I think we should be. But, uh, you know, by the way, there's an old saying that if you're not a socialist before the age of 30, you have no heart. And if you're still a socialist after the age now of 30, you have the, no brain. That's attributed no to Churchill. And it's supposed to be if you're not a liberal when you're 20, you don't have a heart. If you're not a conservative yeah. at 40, you don't you have, have no a brain. brain. Was that Churchill? <laughs> and, uh, I, th- I, so I, thought, I always thought it was 29. Churchill. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a good point. Look, uh, there's so much. I listened to the gibberish uh, that you just played from um, AOC. And just, a, you know, one thing I, I was thinking when she was talking, first of all, she talks about, you know, the environment and we have to protect the environment. The countries that, are, that protect the environment are the free market capitalist countries. The countries that have done the most damage to the uh, to the environment are the socialist countries. And when she keeps saying we want the, you know, when I tell my friends, well, you mean you want us to be more like North Korea? You want us to be more like East Germany? You want us to be more like Maoist China or Stalinist Russia? They say, no, 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 we want the, uh, Sean, they say, we want the good kind of social. Well, show me where there's a good kind of, that's like saying I want the good kind of venereal disease. I mean, there is nowhere in the world where socialism has worked. Even Sweden and the Norwegian countries are moving away from socialism because they can't afford it anymore. Well, I mean, that's a good point. You know, socialism's great, as Margaret Thatcher said, until you run out of everybody's money. That's right. Yeah, and it's so funny, Chuck, you always watch on a personal level. We sent our cameras to the districts of both Nancy Pelosi and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And look at San Francisco. Now, she's a multi, multi-millionaire, rich family, her and her husband. And they have a ton of money. But outside of the, the gated community in which she lives in, amazing, immoral walls she lives behind, um, what we find are... People that are homeless, needles all over the street, feces all over the street. And I'm thinking, well, that's your district. You're a multi-multi-millionaire. You never thought of talking to your millionaire friends and maybe putting up a little money yourself and building a place where the homeless people can take a shower, uh, where maybe they can have a cot and a bed and a meal on a given day. And Or does that have to come from the federal government, too? Well, Sean, everything that the federal government gets, uh, it has to get from the economy or borrow it from future generations. And it's capitalism. It's this market-based economy that we have that allows for the riches um, that we enjoy, including government revenue. Uh, And back on Steve Moore's point about air quality, our air quality in America since 1980 is about close to 80% better than it was as far as real pollutants that actually harm human health. Things like carbon monoxide and lead and sulfur dioxide and nitrous oxides. Our air is far cleaner than it was in 1980, and that's because of technology made available by our wonderful market economy. Well, we look, I'll argue this, that America has created more wealth, more prosperity for not just its citizens. Look, I've been to some of the poorest housing complex in the country, Techwood Homes, Peppermill. These these are some of the original ones. In New York, I've been into public housing units all over the place, from the Rockaways and, and other places in New York. My my cousin is a former housing police officer. And I, I know. look, you don't want to live there. 
They're not exactly the safest neighborhoods sometimes. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of crime in these neighborhoods, and we ought to be doing better policing in, in some of them, like in Chicago and Cabrini-Green, whatever happened to that complex. And more importantly, but even in every unit, because I've been in them, there is hot and cold water, there's a shower, there is a stove, there's a refrigerator, there's a freezer, there are TVs, there are stereos. I'm not saying you want to live there, but this is the poorest in America that can that live in a home, putting aside homeless people that, well, many of which, you know, are there, they go to shelters or they choose not to go to shelters. So it, if you compare that to poverty abroad, how does she say oh, just 10% better than garbage or even sounding as ludicrous, I don't know if you picked up her comment where she said that the new deal of FDR was racist. It was extremely economically a racist policy. And Reagan is is racist. And we don't want to take over every form of production. We just want to tell every workplace how to operate. Well, if you tell them how to operate, that is guaranteed failure because of government interference. They're not going to be able to make the profit that creates the jobs that incentivize people to make the goods and services that raise our standard of living. Steve Morris, sorry, I didn't mean to get on my high horse. Well, well, Sean, you know, the, there's an old saying that if you have to be poor, the United States is a great place to be poor in because our poor live at a higher living standard than the most middle class people around the world. And there's a reason, by the way, Sean, why people, why people are lining up to our border to come in. If we're such a racist country, you know, why are people from Africa? Why are people from the, uh, Central America, you know, uh, almost giving up their lives to get to this country? Because they do know this is a, a land of opportunity. One other thick, quick thing, Sean, you know, we we all want higher wages. We want the middle class to do better. I want people at the bottom to do better. But, you know, you look at the economy today, uh, you know, the statistics just came out on Friday. Wages are up. This is the best. This is the best economy for the middle class we've had probably in 30 or 40 years. If you're a worker, the job market out there today is better than any time since the Beatles were still playing together. I mean, this is an amazing economy. And Elizabeth Warren and AOC are running around the country saying we need an economy that works for the middle class. Look around. This is a great economy Trump has created. Well, that's the thing. I mean, how many more records does somebody have to break before people realize it works? All right, quick break. We'll come back. More with Steve Moore and Chuck DeVore and the Georgia Republican that released on his own the Bruce Orr transcript. Finally, now the beginning is this is going to be the cascade of all this evidence that is now going to come out. All right, as we continue with Steve Moore and Chuck DeVore with us, it's only a little over two years now when we can go back and compare to the Obama administration policies and spread the wealth around, and you didn't build that. And, you know, what did we end up with? 13 million more Americans on food stamps, 8 million more in poverty. Now we have more than a million jobs available than we have people on unemployment. Um, An incredible uh, uh, environment for people to build their careers, change careers, make more money, get better benefits. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Now, businesses now are investing more in, in American cities and towns in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Alabama, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan. Um, and, and they'll just I, I, I'm just not sure what they think. If we take away oil and gas and we take away cars and planes and cows, and we promise everybody everything's going to be free. And the first estimate is as high as $94 trillion for the New Green Deal. What happens to the economy then, Chuck? 
Well, let me tell you one area where I think I actually agree with uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. She warned about big government working with big business. Let me add big labor to that and say, yes, I agree that crony corporatism doesn't work. Things like Solyndra. Uh, the representative from New York, the freshman, is espousing what's known as a labor theory of value. That is from Marxist theory. She doesn't believe that capital, money, the people who invest it, the people who manage it, the people who are leaders and who create businesses, she doesn't believe that they have value. But let's look at manufacturing in the last 26 months. The first 26 months under Trump, the last 26 months under Obama. The Bureau of Labor Statistics came out with their new data last Friday, and we see that under Trump, manufacturers are adding about 399% more jobs in manufacturing under Trump than under Obama. And what to me is striking, Sean, is if you compare uh, federal, state, and local government jobs, many of them are regulators, uh, the people who create red tape. In Obama's last 26 months, they grew uh, at about 303% more than manufacturing. So government was growing faster than manufacturing. You can't sustain it. You can't pay for that. So under, well Trump, under Trump, manufacturing was growing 168% more than government. All right. I want to thank you both, Steve Moore and Chuck DeVore. But if you think this is not real, well, look at the poll I mentioned earlier. Uh, all right, guys, thank you. 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. Uh, when we come back, the ranking member that showed a lot of courage last week, Doug Collins of Georgia, uh, by releasing the Bruce Orr transcripts and all that we learned from them, uh, that's coming up and much more. Congress, the Judiciary Committee interviewed multiple DOJ and FBI officials about their actions regarding the 2016 elections. People anticipate the Mueller report soon. Will he find any so-called collusion? or was the only collusion among agency personnel who hated the president and started this investigation. Our interview transcripts were pertinent to a congressional investigation, but in the 115th Congress ended, the investigation was closed and copies were shared with certain members. Out of an abundance of caution, we gave DOJ an opportunity to review them for information that would endanger national security, but after many months and little progress, our patience grows thin. The proposed redactions had nothing to do with national security and are anathema to our goal of government transparency. I am, therefore, today making one of those transcripts public. Mr. Speaker, to avoid burdening GPO in a 200-page transcript, I request the link dougcollins.house.gov forward slash or to be placed into the record so the American people can review the transcript of Bruce Orr. I intend to make other transcripts public soon. I'm willing to consider reasonable redactions by DOJ makes in timely manner, but won't allow these transcripts to remain shouted in secrecy. With that, I yield back. Wow. A powerful moment by Congressman uh, Doug Collins. He is the House Judiciary Committee ranking member. Uh, that was on Friday, releasing the transcripts of Bruce Orr. And if you recall, Bruce Orr, senior Justice Department official, demoted for concealing his meetings with men behind the anti-Trump dossier. Although we did learn uh, that, in fact, it was Bruce Orr that warned everybody in August of 2016 that Hey, don't trust this dossier. It's not verified. It's not corroborated. It was bought and paid for. Well, now we know bought and paid for by Hillary, by the oligarchs, uh, by the DNC and by the FBI. Everybody was paying Christopher Steele. And then Christopher Steele goes under oath in Great Britain. And Christopher Steele literally says, well, I have no idea if any of this is true. It's raw intelligence, maybe 50 50. And so anybody that would have said that they vetted 
or corroborated or verified. The dossier is full of it because the own the author of the dossier can't verify it. Nobody's verified it by it. And yet it was used to bludgeon President Trump before the election and his campaign the bulk of information used in the FISA warrant application against Carter Page, not once but four times, three subsequent renewal applications, and then used as a as a roadmap, if you will, because Andrew Weissman was one of the people that Bruce Orr briefed in August of 2016. This is Mueller's pit bull about the contents of the dossier. So we now know that the witch hunt of Mueller, which we hear we're going to get a report or get an end perhaps even this week. And so they used it as a roadmap. But unfortunately, uh, even before the appointment of Robert Mueller, we had people like uh, Lisa Page when she testified, people like uh, others uh, saying that uh, we have investigated Trump-Russia collusion. Peter struck another and we found no evidence of collusion. That was before they even appointed Mueller. So they knew it beforehand, sort of like, you know, Richard Armitage was the leaker when they were going after Scooter Libby. They knew on day one, you know, this guy Fitzpatrick, you know, out there just just okay. well, we found the leaker. Now, let's see what else we can get. Let's go on a fishing expedition, which is what this all is. Congressman uh, Doug Collins of Georgia House Judiciary Committee. You know, I'm listening to your voice and I lived in Georgia four years. I don't know if you know that. And I was a broadcaster in Atlanta um, and still am. But I mean, uh, I, I love Atlanta. And uh, you probably sound like the fastest talking person in Georgia that I've ever heard. You sound like you're from New York. No, I just uh, when you got something to say, I believe in getting it said. And, and I, I remember <laughs> you when you were on the radio in Atlanta. So I remember you before you before the rest of the world got to experience you. You know, it's funny. People tell me and I ask people, do, do you think I changed? I'll ask you, do you think I changed? No, nope, you still you're the same challenge you were then. You keep you just keep firing away. That's the, that's the best thing about it. No, I, well, the the last year I was in Atlanta, uh, I came to New York for Fox when it went on the air in '96. The end of the year edition of the Atlanta Journal Constitution said 1996 was a great year. The Olympics came and Sean Hannity left. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah, it was fun. You still, you still had your buddy Neil Boards and all the rest. So it was. Uh, but, uh, I'm but still friends with Boards. He's a great guy. All right, let me ask yeah. you this. So. You decided to do this, and you're going to do more. Now, we learned a lot. I'll, I'll, I've, I've gone over what I've, I have gleaned from this, thank, thanks to you. Um, why has there been a delay, and why aren't other members doing what you're doing? Well, the biggest thing we have here, Sean, is, is remember, we uh, in the, Depart- the, just, the Judiciary Committee and the Oversight and Government Reform Committee did this investigation over the past uh, couple of years, and we've been looking into this, having not only public hearings, but also these interviews in which they came in on. That got cut short by the election, and I can't remind you know the listeners and everybody else, elections have consequences. And by that, when we lost the House, instead of me becoming chairman and being able to continue this, we lost that ability. So what happened at the end of the year was there was a decision uh, to put it in, uh, put these transcripts together. There was a, a decision to send them to DOJ just out of an abundance of caution to make sure nothing was there. Although, by the way, it should be noted that almost all these interviews, there was DOJ attorneys in the room, FBI attorneys in the room. They were able to object on some of these times, but they were they were also in non-classified setting. These were none of these interviews were. So what we look at is as if we've gotten these back, as we've looked at the ones that they have worked on and the ones that we're going to continue to let out, it's time to start 
while we're seeing this rush to judgment on this president, we're seeing this rush to judgment on a lot of things. Uh, yeah, you're, all, you're offering us facts and information. And, exactly. And, and Bruce, you know, fourth, fourth highest ranking member of the DOJ at one point. He's been demoted twice. Why he has a job, I don't know. His wife, Nellie, was working with Christopher Steele. Uh, can you believe we find out that the FBI saw these oligarchs connected to Russia, Hillary Clinton and the DNC, they're all paying Christopher Steele for the same information? It, it was no wonder he had to you know, have salacious and unverified material. He's trying to, to please uh, so many masters and being paid for material that he was just hearing you know, maybe at best for second hand, third hand, fourth hand, or frankly, may just been somewhere making it up. I mean, at this point, even mm-hmm. when Jim Comey actually says it was salacious and unverified, but yet still found its way, and you made this statement earlier, found its way into FISA uh, warrants. These are the things that concern us. Well, let me, let me give the timeline. What you're saying here, let me slow you down, because what you're saying is very profound here. When when Jim Comey pulled aside then-President-elect Trump in January of 2017, before the president was sworn in, said, Mr. President, I got to tell you, this, quote, dossier is out there. Now, they've known about it since, what, August of 2016, and they knew it was not verified then. All right. What when he says to the president, it's salacious and not verified, then why did Jim Comey sign on to the first FISA application Months earlier, in October of 2016, when it became the bulk of the FISA application, they never told the FISA court judges that Hillary paid for it and the DNC paid for it and the FBI paid for it. Um, and then he he signed as if it is true. Now, if it's that bulk of information, wouldn't that be a fraud against the FISA court and a conspiracy against Carter Page to deny him his constitutional rights? Well, I think it definitely puts in question the entire system. That's why I've been uh, talking about it for a long time, that we need to have a, an up-and-down overhaul of the FISA court system and the FISA process, because we've seen issues now where things like this got put in. Jim Comey signed it. He can say whatever he wants to later, but he did sign it. These things got into FISA warrants. And, you know, as we look through further, it's not only used, as you've already said, not once, but it's used multiple times, the same information. It goes back to something, though, that really, as you're going to see over the next little bit, and I, and I was very truthful the other day, we're going to be releasing more. At Rep. Doug Collins is my Twitter account. People can follow when that. When do you expect your next release? Today? Uh, I, I would just say expect it very soon um, and just be ready. We're, we're waking some. Go back to what Comey said. And you go back to this other. It's a, a corrupt Trump or an obstruct page in McCabe. There is a center of everything going back to May of 2016 that have been, you know, using this information that we, you know, you saw discussed in the or uh, released last week. But when you see that corrupt triumvirate, all three of which are now either been fired or left the DOJ, those are the ones. And then you take in Baker and you take in the others who, at the end of the time, when the text message said, We've got to act upon what we've always wanted to do, basically, before Andy, while Andy is acting director. That begins the eight days in May. That's going to become the major history turning point of those eight days in May between the time Comey was fired and the time Mueller was put in and what this corrupt triumvirate did. Then we learned last week that Bruce Orr was meeting with the Fusion GPS founder, uh, 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 Glenn Simpson, Christopher Steele's boss. That's They funneled the money through a law firm, to hired Fusion GPS, which hired the British spy, or former British spy, uh, or testifying he notified the FBI about the contacts. Uh, um and according to a statement from Adam Schiff, he claimed that Bruce Ord did not tell the FBI about his contact tax. Now, um, we've got a problem with Adam Schiff. 
who quote just ran in, just happened to run into Glenn Simpson in Aspen. You know, I'm sure that just uh, on a huge mountain snowmass, they just happened to run into each other, but nothing happened. Now his staff, we learned, was up in New York discussing the questions with Michael Cohn ahead of his testimony. Um, Is that illegal? Is that collusion? Yeah, yeah, I think what is good collusion. I mean, you look at it, the the term is thrown away on so loosely on this on this hill about collusion. Well, you know, it questions to me why Democratic staffers from the Intelligence Committee are are prepping basically, if you would, a witness uh, Michael Cohen for over ten hours. I mean, these these random oh, I just ran into moments. Doesn't that not sound a lot like a random Attorney General running into a random former president on a tarmac somewhere? You mean, I mean like in Phoenix to home. talk about their kids for 50 minutes, grandkids? Exactly. And when we yeah. got to talking about that, they didn't want to talk about that at all because of the, the emphasis in, in the problem. Adam Schiff is, is at this point, basically compromised in his investigation. He has talked about, he has been in contact with Glenn Simpson. He's his own uh, report that he issued after uh, Devin Nunez issued his report of the findings actually had uh, is, is not truthful because Bruce Orr's own testimony was it was in August of 2016, not after the election, which also makes Glenn Simpson a liar because he had testified that he had the same uh, time frame. So this, well, what, why do we only right prosecute? Why does Michael Cohn get the only, and why does somebody like uh, General Flynn, why are they the only ones that are actually charged and put in jail for this stuff? It's well, called that's lying. That's the questions we're asking right now. If we put this stuff out there, then maybe this is going to be picked up on. And I think those are the kind of things, when you put the truth out there, the truth stands on its own. The truth Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be propped up by stories. And I believe that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're going to continue to do with my colleagues up here. You can see it come out because the truth stands on its own. All these others have have fallen down. I mean, look, Michael Cohen is a witness who came to Capitol Hill who is going to jail. He's waiting at the bus stop to go to jail basically now. And at the same point, came up here and lied again. I mean, I'm not sure why there's an actual uh, discussion on can this man tell the truth. Well, I, I you know, I'm tr- well, maybe it was the coaching he got because apparently he got coached by Schiff's staff. I, is, is there something called tampering with a witness? I remember reading about that once. In, <laughs> yeah, well, my, I, I think the yeah, I think the interesting thing is if if, if that would if they got him into uh, telling lies again when he comes to Congress, believe me, I, and I do believe, and I think we're seeing some uh, evidence of that today. There's been some of my Democratic colleagues say that. You know, they believe it, that he did lie. I mean, when you're losing your own side that brought you in to testify, then there's a problem. Uh, well, I, you know, on a lot of different issues, that's going to come up. And by the way, I, I've always said, why would they put the, the guy's going to jail? His life's over. It's been ruined. And he's he's leaving his family. But they don't care. They just wanted to use him knowing he's going to be put in legal jeopardy again. But I guess liberals don't really care as long as it advanced their hate Trump uh, agenda. All right, got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue more with the House Judiciary Committee uh, ranking member, committee ranking member, Doug Collins of Georgia. Quick break. Right back on the other side. News Roundup information overload. Straight ahead. All right. As we continue with the House Judiciary Committee ranking member, Doug Collins of Georgia, who released these Bruce or transcripts, when are we going to get the FISA warrants themselves, the applications? When are we going to get the 302s? When are we going to get the the Gang of Eight material and and some of the other blockbuster information? That's all stuff I guess the president has to release. 
Well, that, that, that is part that he could, you know, declassify, but also working with William Barr. I think the, the key that we need to look at right now is, is over the next, and, and I believe uh, the Attorney General is, is going to handle this in, in the way that the regulations lay out. I think we're going to, number one, it's going to be interesting for all these people who have been waiting on Mueller when it comes back that there's no collusion, you know, after they, you know, go crazy and, and determine something's wrong. I think what has to be understood here about this, and I think this is a protection you know, all the way around, is that there's classified information going to be there. There's going to be uh, 6E, which is grand jury information, which has never come out, no matter going about even 40 and 50 years. And then you've got ongoing investigations. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to get an answer. They're not going to lie. What do you They're know about to. the attorney general, the new attorney general? Um, what I know is just in the time I've had a chance to meet with him. I know of his history. What I do believe in our conversations that we have had, I believe him to be very upright. I believe him to be willing to follow uh, through on this and not let it divulge into what the Democrats Well, wouldn't that mean that Hillary Clinton show. violated the Espionage Act and obstructed justice by deleting subpoenaed emails and acid-washing the hard drive and beating up her, her phones and, and Blackberries? Yeah. I, look, I, I, I'm on record. I think those are all things that made me, who is still in the military, who has to follow up. Do you that think the attorney time. general will think, follow up on that? I think what, what we go back to, and, all, and this is not a conversation he and I had on it, but I think what he, in his confirmation hearing, he said that, and this is what I was, I was glad to see, and especially when we're continuing, uh, starting with the transcripts we did last week, was he's willing to look into the problems at the DOJ and where those, you know, the, where that problems were. If that leads us all back right, to well, that, I, um, I'm happy. Now, should I be on notice for tonight or? Should I be on notice for this week or tomorrow? No, I mean, you're, any, you're, you're, you're good for tonight. You're good for tonight. I'm good for tonight. Okay, just checking. Yeah. 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. And the New Deal was an extremely economically racist policy that drew literal red lines around black and brown communities. And, and basically, it invested in white America. And what it did was that it allowed uh, white Americans to have access to home loans that black and brown Americans did not have access to, giving them the largest form of intergenerational wealth, which is real estate. And so this has really, it, it really accelerated many parts of an already uh, horrific racial wealth gap that continues to persist today. I think a perfect example of how special interests and the powerful have pitted white working class Americans against brown and black working class Americans in order to just screw over all working class Americans um, is Reaganism in the 80s when he started talking about welfare queens. Mm -hmm. So you think about this image, welfare queens, and what he was really trying to talk about was this, he was painting this photo, he's painting this like really resentful vision of essentially uh, black women who were doing nothing that were sucks on our country, right? And it's this whole tragedy of the commons type of Thinking, thinking where it's like, because these one, this one specific group of people that you are already kind of subconsciously primed to resent, you give them a, a different reason that's not explicit racism, but still rooted in a racist caricature. Um, it gives people a logical, re a logical reason to say, oh yeah, no, toss out the whole social safety net. Yeah. And then as a result, we are all devastated. 
Yeah, listen, this is now, this was this big uh, liberal left-wing shindig that took place, where was that, in Austin, I guess, over the weekend in Texas. Um, And it's fascinating. If you watch campus reform, they went out, they did a tape recently, and they asked young people, you know, whether they love socialism. Yeah, we love it. And they'd start, and then they'd ask them things like, well, do you want limited government? Yeah. You want high taxes? No. Do you, and it's like, there's such a disconnect. So I read this poll today, a Harris poll among, you know, 2035 adults and what we have now labeled Generation Z has a more positive view of the word socialism than previous generations. Now, if you listen to Ocasio-Cortez and you read what she's saying and, you know, what? 70 percent, you know, marginal income tax rate. You are going to drive every single person with money out of the country, just like Andrew Cuomo, just like in New York, New Jersey, Gavin Newsom in California, Illinois. They're driving tens and tens and tens of thousands of people out of their states every single year. And those states that have no state income tax uh, that create a better business environment well, they're absorbing hundreds of thousands a year. States like Tennessee, the Carolinas, and uh, Florida, and, and Texas, they're all doing well. And I don't blame them. I don't blame one. The only problem is if you're coming from a state that was ruined by excessive redistribution, don't go to a new state and ruin that new state. You know, listen to Andrew Cuomo. Well, tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. But what if the rich leave? It's it's so it, it illustrates everything that could happen to a country, because if you tax these corporations, you tax these people into oblivion, you regulate them to death, you take away their oil and gas, which it's that's the lifeblood of of any product, the entire economy. And then you get rid of cars as we know them and planes as we know them. And but you're guaranteeing everybody. From the minute they're born to the minute they die, you know, government-run health care, a lot of good that did the first time, and uh, college education, free education, free, 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 and free retirement and a guaranteed wage, even if you're unwilling to work. This is what, and, and people that have a natural fear in their lives saying, oh, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. This sounds great. I'm, I'll have no more fear. Okay, but how does the the real, real history of socialism is they so overpromise and it's not about under delivering. They don't deliver at all. Look at Venezuela today. Look at Cuba today. Look at why the former Soviet Union collapsed as it did. You know, listen to Cuomo. We have one of the most progressive tax codes in the United States, which is a good thing which means the richer you are, the more you pay. However, that presents a very fragile economy because then you are relying on a very small number of people for the vast amount of your tax dollars. One percent of the taxpayers pay nearly half of all the taxes. 1% pay nearly half of all those taxes. Those 1% 
are the richest people in the state, they're the richest people in the country, and they are the most mobile people in the country. And you see the chart on the bottom. Top 1%, about 46%. Top 5%, 63% of all the revenue. Top 10%, 74% of all the revenue. Tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. We did. Now, God forbid the rich leave. Uh-oh, they're leaving in droves. And there's a $2.3 billion budget shortfall in a single year. There's a great story out today how New York, you leave New York, they're like chasing you. You know, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you owe us. Wait, wait. Prove that you lived in Florida six months in a day. And I, I guarantee you what's going to happen next because some people will live the six months in a day down in Florida and be able to prove it, which means they're a Florida resident, which means they don't have to pay New York state income taxes or city taxes, although they get you a bunch of different ways also. They're just going to figure out another way to do it. And what they'll do is they'll say, okay, for every day you're in New York, we're going we're gonna to tax you. Well, then the people are going to say, you know what, I'll stay in Florida full time. Or I'll just, you know what, I'll find a nice little cabin in North Carolina. And I'll go live there for a while. And uh, I'll live six months of the year there. Nice people in North Carolina. Low taxes in North Carolina. They're not going to tax me. And if you think it doesn't happen, well, talk to one professional athlete. Let's say you p- play for the 49ers. Say you play for the Patriots. You come, you play one Sunday game in New York. Every player must pay taxes on that day's income to New York State. Wow, they need the money that bad? Now you might say, well, these people are overpaid anyway. It's not, it's the principle, it's the point. 70 cents of every dollar. Okay, that's the Ocasio-Cortez plan. Okay, if you're in New York or California, now you got to add 13 more cents. And, you know, 10, 10 cents more in New York. Now we're up to 80 cents. And if you're in New York City, then you're going to add another four cents. Now it's 84 cents. And you got on top of it your sales taxes, uh, the highest property taxes in the entire country in counties in New York. I live in the second highest property tax county in the country. And believe me, uh, most of Nassau County, where I grew up in Nassau County, um, this is 50 by 100 lots for the better part. You know, all right, I do have more land now, so I, but I, I can buy a house every year in other states for what I'm paying in taxes. That's how insane it is. And it's not about me. I, it's, it's about what's right. And then, then to pay for child care, Elizabeth Warren is saying, well, well, let's have a wealth tax after we've taken the 90 cents of every dollar. If you happen to save some and we define you as rich well we want to come back and get another 79 80 billion dollars so we can have free child care for anybody who wants it i'm like my head's spinning you know why don't we just take all our kids the minute they're born and just hand them over to the government they're raising them anyway you know they're they're deciding once well first we'll deliver the baby and then we'll make the baby comfortable then the mother gets to decide whether that soul lives or dies well, then after that, then I guess we'll have government-run health care. Then 
we'll put them in a government health care facility and government food. And I guess we'll give the kids whatever baby formula they deem to be the correct one. And then, of course, we'll have government uh, daycare and then we'll have government nursery school all the way up through uh, K-12 and college and trade school and beyond. It's all guaranteed. Just like a certain wage, guaranteed. Medical leave, guaranteed. Sick leave, guaranteed. Uh, paid, uh, guaranteed vacations for everybody. Great. You know, take out, take, get your ticket. It's like Disney. You know, wait, can't wait to get on Space Mountain. Uh, but when has government ever done anything that really works? Look, you, you might, some of you might say, well, what about Social Security? Social Security was never designed to be one's only source of retirement. It was meant to be supplemental. What nobody knows is, you know, there was a county in uh, Texas, Galveston County, and they they opted out years and years and years ago. Those the people that didn't get Social Security. And what they did is they invested the money themselves. And guess what? They did a thousand times better than whatever you'll get. Amazing what free markets can do. Amazing when you take government out of it. How did Obamacare work? Because Kamala Harris and and Sanders and Gillibrand, they're not going to let you get your own health insurance. They said they're saying it. We're going to have Medicare for all Medicare for all. But you can't have your own private insurance. Now, first of all, I'll bet any amount of money they'll exempt their arrogant selves from the burdensome laws they put on we the people but that means okay what if they screw that up like they screwed up obamacare keep your doctor keep your plan save money millions lost their doctors lost their plans everybody paid a fortune more but that's not what they said so now the government's going to promise not only health care Obamacare on steroids, they're going to be providing it. Um, okay, welcome to the government health facility. How does your DMV uh, work? Although the last time I went to the DMV was the best time ever. I met the nicest woman, helped me through it, renewed my license, and she goes, can we take a picture? She was so nice. I said, thank you. You've been the nicest person I ever met at the DMV my whole life. Uh, all right, 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, all right, Donna in Staten Island. Donna, how are you? And you know exactly what's going on in New York because you're in the heart of paying all this money. Hi, my friend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you think it's better that she keeps on running her her pie hole or do you think it's better that we should stop giving her so much attention because there's two schools of thought some of my friends go no 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 let her talk because the more she talks the more people go oh my god what planet is this chick from and the other school of thought is why are we giving her so much attention what do you think what's your opinion my opinion is um i know let her talk oh let them all talk the, the party of late-term abortion they're the, the, the party of confiscatory taxes. Let, the, let them go out and sell this new green deal with no planes, uh, no automobiles, the combustion engine, no oil, no gas, no cows, and government, government guaranteed everything. There was an interesting article in The American Thinker how Ocasio-Cortez had a failed company and how that failed company is a tax deadbeat. 
and how a warrant has been filed over unpaid taxes to New York. Anyway, they, she founded this Brook Avenue Press company in 2012, publishing children's books in the Bronx. They owe the state of New York $1,870.36 in corporate taxes. Yikes. Wonder when she's going to, by the way, if it was you or me, we'd be handcuffed and put in the jail and uh, our lives would probably be over. You know how much scrutiny my taxes get every year, Donna? Do you know, you you just, just because you're an outspoken conservative, it is hilarious. I can imagine. Speaking of New York and taxes, did you see that? that brilliant waste of money by Andrew Cuomo, who warns people that now that we had to adjust our time, you know, with the daylight savings time, he told us to be careful driving because it's going to be dark. They wasted thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money to tell people something that should be as plain as the nose on his face. Unbelievable. Donna, we love you. All right, we're going to take calls. Final half hour of the show, 800-941-SEAN. Uh, we have so much tonight. Oh, this this liberal love fest. We've got all the tape tonight. We've got huge updates and developments on the deep state. Uh, fake news, CNN. Uh, oh, really? $250 million. Yeah, good luck against Lynn Wood. My money's on Lynn Wood. Um, I'll bet anything. Their coverage of the Covington High School kids. Uh, we'll get to that. Capitalism without rules is theft. Brothers and sisters, there's plenty of money in the world. There's plenty of money in this city. It's just in the wrong hands. Do we live in a moral world that allows for billionaires? Is that a moral outcome in and no, of itself? It's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. The extremely wealthy in in our community, so 70%, 80%, we've had it as high as 90%. I think a 70% marginal tax rate. Going to tax all your assets wherever located around the globe. Doesn't make any difference. They are all going to be taxed. All your assets, wherever located, and we're going to keep counting. And you're going to have to pay. How late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay, but to the end of the third trimester. Yep, I don't think we have a limit in the bill. Where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth. She has physical signs of, um, that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. My bill would allow that, yes. If a mother is in labor, um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. You support uh, the Medicare for All bill, I think, initially co- co-sponsored by Senator Bernie Sanders. You're also a co-sponsor yes. on it. I believe it will totally eliminate private insurance. Um, so for people out there who like their insurance, well, they don't get to keep it? Let's eliminate all of that. Let's move on. We need to have Medicare for all. Uh, Medicare for all? Millennials and people and, you know, Gen Z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. I support a Green New Deal. Our planet is in peril and we need to be bold. It's one of the reasons why I signed on to the resolution, I co-sponsored the resolution for the Green New Deal. Who came forward? 
to save Earth from the scourge of, of Nazi and totalitarian regimes. We came forward. Humanity is in crisis. America is going to be light and the hope. I support a Green New Deal. I also think that what people are starting to see, at least in, in the occupation uh, of, of Palestine, is um, just an increasing crisis of humanitarian condition. You tweeted, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. How do you put that into context now? And what do you say to American Jews? Those unfortunate words were the only words I could think about um, expressing at that moment. When you get into Congress, will you vote against U.S. military aid for Israel? Absolutely. If All right, that is the radical left wing and what this party now represents. But young people are embracing socialism. Bernie Sanders is now gone mainstream, major player of the Democratic establishment. He's not far enough left for Ocasio-Cortez. And and is, the more people get to know about this, if they once they get educated, and more specifically, I'm talking about these young people that campus reform interviews and i'm like oh my gosh what are we teaching these kids in school you love socialism yeah we love socialism okay uh what do you how do you feel about lower taxes yeah we want lower taxes how do you feel about limiting government yeah limit government yeah we like that too and i'm like okay what do you think when the government takes over industry huh they don't know what it is they don't even know what they're answering which speaks volumes about government-run schools and the unholy alliance with liberal Democrats and the teachers unions. Um, now, uh, just on to some other news and we'll get to your calls. The so Linwood, uh, once I saw the Covington Nicholas Sandman hired Linwood, who I knew back in my days in Atlanta from 1992 to 1996. And I got to know Lynn really, really well, along with Richard Jewell. I've told that story. I won't repeat it here. I was the only one that didn't rush to judgment uh, and buy into the stupid theory that, well, he fit the profile of the lone bomber because he lived with his mother, which is the media ran with that. They destroyed this guy's life. Lynn Wood got some of his life back because he took on everybody. And I, I can't really explain it. It's Well, maybe I'll say it this way. You see the president and how tenacious he is. He just doesn't give up. He is unrelenting. His new budget comes out today, $8.6 billion now more for the wall. It's, he will never give in, never give up. He doesn't know not to, that you're supposed to stop. There's no bell in Donald Trump's world. And I like that about people. Now, some people find it a little off-putting and... Maybe they like that he fights and gets better trade deals that help farmers and manufacturers and automobile manufacturers. Maybe they like that, and I think they do. Uh, but maybe if he's fighting with some fake news outlet on Twitter, they don't like that part. Maybe he needs to tweet less. Okay, but when he's fighting for you, he's fighting to win. Oh, biggest tax cut ever. Fighting got the money for the wall reallocated in spite of, you know, that money's now in his pocket. And then fighting for the rest of the money while we're building the wall. The pro progress has not stopped. It's ongoing as we speak, doing the repairs to other parts of the wall. And that that's Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood, I, when I interviewed, when I talked to him, when I talked to him and interviewed him, 
He was, I think we kept him on for an hour when he took on Nicholas Sandman and you remember the Covington kids uh, that were confronted by the black Hebrew Israelites getting in their face and calling them every name in the book. And then a Native American activist, Nathan Phillips, and well, he was intimidating. And the whole story was wrong. Nobody, nobody in the press bothered to even ask a single question like they never do. And they rushed to judgment and no due process. And because it hurts Trump, it's days and days of coverage. Now, Lynn Wood's first lawsuit was against The Washington Post, some $250 million. And now the new one is against fake news CNN for about the same amount of money. He was on with my buddy Mark Levin last night. And there are potentially, if we start adding in small websites, other media outlets, traditional media outlets, because they're all guilty of the same thing. CNN is now named by Lynn Wood, a second $250 million slander suit. Lynn is going to win. They went on and on for two full days, smearing, slandering, libeling, besmirching the character of this kid. You know, look, he's not a public, although they're going to try and make a high school kid a public figure. Who did it and said nothing just because he went on a school trip? You're suing CNN Monday or Tuesday? Yes. I asked for how much? Well, I expect because of the way they went after Nicholas so viciously that the claim for his reputational damage will be higher than it was against the Washington Post. The Post was $50 million for the reputational damage, and we can discuss why that figure. $200 million in punitive damages. Punitive damages are designed to punish and to deter. Change conduct. Don't ever do this again. Yes. I would think the punitive damages award against CNN that we'll seek will be at least the same $200 million as it was against the Washington Post. But the compensatory damage to Nicholas's reputation, that number uh, I expect will be higher. Listen, I, I would advise Nicholas Sandman and, and Lynn Wood, who doesn't need my advice. You know, this kid under pressure was amazing. I would never have been as composed, patient as he was smiling, trying to show that he's peaceful and telling the only thing he said is to another kid. No, no, don't engage these guys, meaning the black Hebrew Israelites. See how you got these pompous come down here in the middle of a, a native rally with they dirty hat on. You got all these dirty behind you with a red with a red make america great hat again on and your cool you want to fight your brother a bunch of in- incest babies a bunch of babies made out of incest um he kept his maga hat which is now a trigger point as we know for many liberals maybe you should keep that hat one day it could be worth a lot um, but CNN fake news, they're not going to win this suit. Now, maybe it doesn't ever get to court. Maybe they do an out of court settlement. But Lynn discussing this case in detail with Mark last night was really spectacular. And he said that CNN was probably the more vicious in its attacks on Nicholas 
than even the Washington Post. And CNN goes into millions of individual homes. And he said CNN couldn't resist the idea that here's a young boy with a Make America Great Again cap on and they go after him. They really went after Nicholas with the idea that he was part of a mob, that he was attacking the black Hebrew Israelites, yelling racist slurs at them, when the exact opposite had happened. But nobody bothered to investigate. You know, Judge Kavanaugh, we can, you want to run through the cases again? Uh, the Smollett case, they wanted to believe Smollett in the worst way. Now he's got 16 felony charges against him. They got it wrong. You know, the BuzzFeed story. What about the Richard Jewell case itself, where it all began for Lynn Wood? And, and where I learned that life lesson in, in a positive way. And I'm proud I was on the right side of that. But we were, we've been on the right side of history almost every time. While my so-called colleagues get it wrong almost every time. You know, these interviews of people will ask me, well, what other shows do you watch? And I say, none. Oh, come on. You've got to watch these other shows. None. Zero. I'm not doing my my radio or TV show based on what people that have a leftist agenda that can be identified in six seconds and that get it wrong all the time. Why would I ever want to watch what they're what they're selling? Mueller, you know, let's see what the Mueller report. Let's see if there's Trump Russia collusion as they have been telling you it's coming. And speaking of which, or, you know, you go back to UVA, Duke Lacrosse, Ferguson, Cambridge, uh, uh, Freddie Gray, Baltimore. They're wrong all the time. And now they're going to be held accountable. There's got to be a price to pay. And there will be. This price, let me tell you, if it's $250 million to start, then if I'm CNN, I'd pay that amount now and walk away. Because when you add all the other damages that will be involved in this suit let me tell you something i don't think the american people will have any patience for that rush to judgment at all and i don't blame them by the way democrats are starting to turn on robert Mueller. this is getting interesting you know adam schiff is mad that uh, well he didn't put the president under oath is anybody gonna is it wrong to tamper with a witness why was Adam Schiff, now I know he's out there, trying to fundraise off of my name. And we offered him four on-air hours, three for radio and one for television. Cowardly Schiff, that's what we call him. He wouldn't come. But he uses my name. Oh, Sean Hannity spent 40 minutes attacking our little precious Adam. Please click here and donate to Adam Schiff, the biggest liar in Congress. By the way, and I know his people listen. He'll have a great time. I promise. I have every word he's ever said publicly. Every word. I will be more prepared than I've ever been for any interview in my life. Because I know he's lying and I know he's been lying uh, for a long time. And he's going to get exposed. He should now recuse himself. You know, the fact that his staff 10 times that they're feeding Michael Cohn questions, coaching him. Really? You're allowed to tamper with the witness before Congress. I didn't know that. This must be new. Sort of like not handing over subpoenaed documents. 
All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Busy, busy, busy Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. There is huge developments in the deep state. The cascading of information has begun. Adam Schiff is in more trouble than he thinks, and uh, so are all these other deep state members. We'll get to that. Also tonight, Ocasio-Cortez. Wow. Wait till the Democrats hear this. They're going to love it. And uh, we'll have uh, also tonight an investigation into the 2020 candidates that the rest of the media is ignoring. That's all coming up. This is to save America. Hannity, 9 Eastern, Fox News. See you then. We'll be back here tomorrow. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com.